Welcome to the Connect the Dots podcast. Jeffrey Klein has conversations with a diverse array of successful people, sharing their stories to educate, inspire, and entertain. Here is your host, Jeffrey. My guest today is Brittany Charlton, founder of O Foods. At 18 years old, Brittany was enjoying her favorite snacks during a family movie night, like she did every other week, but this week was different. Her throat started to close and she was rushed to the hospital where she was diagnosed with a peanut and tree nut allergy. Dissatisfied with the snacking options on the market, she decided to create her own snacks. Her mother encouraged her to try and sell them, and she did in a few stores in the neighborhood, and then established O Foods, producing vegan, gluten-free, and allergy-free edible cookie doughs and snack bites. Her products can now be found in more than a thousand stores across Canada, including Walmart, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Whole Foods, and the mission is to bring awareness through innovative snacks that can be enjoyed by everyone. Welcome, Brittany. Uh, thank you so much. So I like to start at the beginning. So where were you born and what did your parents do for a living? Yeah, so I was born in um, Canada um, and my parents, um, so my mom worked for the government um, and yeah, just a, a very um, just like a humble beginning of, of where I started uh, to where I am now, I guess. And when you were growing up, um, if people had asked your, you know, 10-year-old self, what do you want to be when you grow up? What would you have said? Yeah, I, so I think when I think about what I wanted to be when I was younger, I think I wanted to be multiple things. And I think it all revolved around like the time and like what, um, like what world we were in at that time. So I think at the beginning I was like in daycare still at 10. So I was definitely like, I, I want to, um, you know, become like I wanted to do something with like making products. I didn't even know what it was called at the time, but I used to um, like make pillows for my friends' dolls and my dolls and then sell them at the front of the daycare um, or like make GIMP and then take orders on like Monday and then Friday, give them to my like friends' parents and they would pay me um, or like make keychains or like pens. It was like so fun. But um, I think after leaving daycare and going into like just school, like school at the time wasn't like, hey, you can be an entrepreneur or you can, you know, start a business. It was like, hey, do you want to become a lawyer, doctor? Like, what do you want to be? Um, police officer. And so I think I started going down the path of like, hey, I want to be a lawyer. Um, one of my aunts is a lawyer. So I, um, I definitely was like, hey, that's, I think that's what I want to become. And then I started looking at like, different paths so I was like okay well why don't I become a police officer first then I go become like paralegal then a lawyer then a judge and I like, think the, my ending goal was to become a judge hmm. um, and then as I continued through school um, and I completed um, my di diploma in college I realized I didn't want to do um, so I did law clerking and then I was supposed to continue on from there but I realized I didn't want to continue in that path and I had like a really like strong passion for starting a company um and at the time the college just opened up like an entrepreneurship um center so it was kind of like right at the time I was graduating and I was like okay I'm gonna graduate and then I think I'm gonna explore this idea I have awesome uh 
I don't know, you won't know this, but I, I grew up in a family. My father and grandfather were both judges. So um, mm. I didn't follow that line, but I, I understand the appeal of being <laughs> in the law and being a judge and then going elsewhere. So um, yes. when you were growing up, was there someone sort of a role model of entrepreneurship that you kind of looked at and people who own their own business that you said, oh, that's something that at least you were aware of? No, and I think even when I was younger, I don't even think I understood that people actually own these companies. Like, you know, I just thought, I, I don't even know what I thought. I think I was just like, you know, McDonald's is just McDonald's and uh, it's just there. And I didn't really think further than that, like when I was like probably 10 and, uh, you know, going through elementary school. Um, and then I I, I I didn't have anyone really um, that like had their own company that I knew. Um, so it wasn't like I saw someone doing it and I wanted to do it too. It was more just like, what was my passion and what do I love doing? And I think my mom just always encouraged me to try different things. And even if they didn't work, um, it was fine. At least I was, you know, trying and just thinking of ideas. And so any idea I had, um, she really was like, okay, let's, you know, let's map this out. Like, let's see what it's going to look like. I think at one point I wanted to like have a jean jacket that was like, going to have like all these little things in the back of it and then realize like once I dazzled. mapped out like the financials <laughs> yeah bedazzled and I was like that is going to be my idea and um and then I mapped it out and I was like okay cool like I'm, I'm actually not passionate about you know a bedazzled jacket <laughs> um and also just like the the finances of a of a clothing company is a very different uh so so, you know, starting, deciding to start a company is, is a big deal. And, you know, entrepreneurship has become really popular in a way that it wasn't when I was a kid. And, and, and now it's like, oh, this is, you know, universities have, you know, degrees in it now in a way. But starting, uh, you know, at a really young age is, and again, you didn't have these other people looking at it. I mean, how, how do you think, why do you think that the idea of starting your own thing rather than kind of following a, a more... Um, traditional path, we'll call it. Uh, where where did that you know motivation come from for you to kind of like I want to I want to create because it sounds like you like to create things from you know you're talking about the pillows and things. Um, there are people who just like to make stuff, um, and then yeah. and you kind of seem like you had that early on. Were you a baker? You know, and did you make you know the, those kind because you went into the food space? So were you cooking a lot? Did you did you do those kinds of things when you were younger as well? I think my mom likes to bake and cook. And so like, I think I didn't like cooking. So I'd always join her uh, baking sessions that she'd make like cookies or different things like that. Um, but I didn't love it. So to be honest with you, it wasn't like a, I can't wait to cook something up uh, situation. It was more of like, um, I have an idea for a product. Let me see what I could do with it. Um, and it started out in like different realms too. Like I what I went to school for law clerking. So I started to um, internship at a law, law office. Um, and the two that I was internshipping at, uh, they um, like they were like, oh, this would be so cool if you could like, you know, have like a law clerk, um, like freelance company. And like, you just freelance for all these lawyers that are like single lawyers, like solo lawyers, and they need people. 
just to like draft paperwork here and there and, and help them out. Um, and so that was originally like one of my ideas I started to like play with and work out. Um, and then I realized I just obviously wasn't, I just, I don't think I'm, I think I'll, like I wasn't passionate about um, filling out forms and like, it, it just didn't get me excited. So I think um, when I started looking at my other ideas at the time I had braces and I just, I liked hot chocolate and I couldn't have it from um, Tim Hortons and uh, cause it would just cover my teeth and like sugar essentially. And so I was like, oh, if I can create hot chocolate that had like no sugar in it and it was kind of acting like a coffee where you add as much sugar as you want in there um, or nothing at all. And then you, you know, add your milk, water, whatever you wanted to add. And there was no out actual substitutes in there. That would be a cool idea. And then kind of went from there iterated on that idea, realized it's super seasonal and um, it wasn't going to take me through summer months. Um, and then just started to look at like some other ideas. So I think for me, it was just like about, like, it wasn't about like creating this company that I wanted to make millions of dollars. It was like, what do I enjoy doing? And then just iterating on there um, and going from that. Yeah, and just, you know, there's, you know, a lot of the things of people have, hobbies um but mm -hmm. there's a difference between taking a hobby and then or a side hustle some people want to making it your business uh how yeah. challenging did you find the fact that like oh this could or that moment you're like this could be a business like people like my product and they're willing to give me money um yeah was there an aha moment where you're like oh wait i got something here yeah the aha moment would probably be when we're launching into um, one of the grocery stores here. It was one of a, a bigger one um, in 2019. Um, and, and that's when I think the product went from like, this is just a cool idea that I'm, you know, doing out of a kitchen to like, okay, let's see if we can actually scale this up and grow it. And, um, uh, and, and that year was like a year of like just learning, um, which was great. Um, and that's what I wanted it to be. I didn't want to go full fledged. I really wanted to like learn about the industry. Um, I don't have anyone that I knew was in retail and I really wanted to figure out like what worked, what didn't work. Um, and then 2020 happened and that was like a year again of like planning, um, and just like thinking like intentionally about like what exactly I was trying to offer. Um, and like what would make the most sense and then what were my plans like you know it was no longer like I think I had one product that was um, like ice cream essentially and I was going to the strawberry fields picking ice cream picking strawberries and then making them into like strawberry ice cream which is cool but that's clearly not sustainable picking strawberries every day <laughs> but it was more that I like loved picking strawberries while I did that right um, and so it was like okay if I'm going to continue, I need to figure out like a, a path that's going to help me um, like make a living for myself. And like, what do I actually believe could happen here? Um, and so 2020, when we launched around summertime, we launched our edible cookie dough and that went insane. Um, I realized like, okay, I think I hit a product that is going to be able to scale really nicely. Um, and it also complemented the other product and brought more awareness to that product that I originally had, which is our snacking bites. Um, and then the following year around June-ish, I, um, I received a, a message from 
uh, a national distributor here in Canada. Um, it's one of the largest. And uh, they were interested in like carrying our line of edible cookie doughs. Um, and then we just kind of took off from there. So I think once I got the attention of like, it was, I would say like, there's no like one moment, there's probably like multiple moments of like, okay, this is it, this is it, this is it. Um, and then, yeah. And I, I'm finding it fascinating because did you, you were saying you didn't really have other entrepreneurs, you know, in your circle of, of you know, your network. And then, but the product seemed to kind of, you know, take off and people were responding well to it. Did you, did someone help you or did you create a business, you know, because it seems like you're really business minded about, wait, mm -hmm. I need to be intentional about this. I need to think about how I'm going to scale this. Like, where did you learn, like, to even think that way? And, and then once you were like on the path, did you create a business plan? Did you have a mentor? Did you, you know, in the space, like other than mom who's saying, oh, yeah, just go for it. Uh, was there, was there yeah. kind of any formal or informal uh, business assistance? Yeah, so in the early days, there was a lot of Googling and YouTube. And then um, it went to like finding like mentors in this space. Um, so I kind of always look, look, would look at myself and say, okay, what do I need to learn? Um, and like, what do I need to, like, what are, where are the gaps here um, that I'm missing? And then I would honestly go on LinkedIn and find like people who had that skill set. So um, in 2021, when I knew we were launching into um, uh, our distribution channel and we were going to like start to grow really fast, I knew that I needed someone on my team that was like on my mentoring team that I like had sales experience, um, but like deeper, like they, they had experience from like multiple different like places essentially. So uh, our companies. And so I reached out to a couple of people. One person got back to me and she's still my mentor to this day. And she's amazing. Um, and that year was a great year for us because of, of having her on our team and like really streamlining processes and um, thinking about the bigger picture and like, where are we going with this? And like, who are the, who are the like key people we need to connect with now for the following year and all that stuff. So um yeah, I, I would say like my thing was just like finding gaps and then finding people who could help me reach my potential. And I always would like reach out whether even if it was like uh, one of my mentors just talked to me about like mental health and like like she'll always say like, are you having fun? Like, you know, if you're not, let's let's stop this because it's not worth you not having fun in life or, you know, how are you feeling? How's your gut feeling about things? And so she's really great on being like intentional about every single thing I'm doing. Um, and I met her in 2019 and she wasn't supposed to be my mentor, but um, I think she, someone introduced us and then it just ended up working out and she's been my mentor ever since. So um, yeah, just honestly, LinkedIn, Google and YouTube and then surrounding <laughs> yourself with like great people. <laughs> yeah, I think that part surrounding yourself with great people is a huge piece of any business. Um, especially I think being young and not, or going into a new industry, if you're pivoting on something new and you're not an expert, you don't need to be the expert. You just need to help get people around you that know what they're doing and, and are aligned with kind of your vision. And so in terms of that, uh, coming up with a vision for what you want this company to be more than just, you know, you said it wasn't just about making money. It was about like wanting to put those products out there. Obviously you had a personal connection to it. Um, how important was that having kind of a purpose 
and driving you and attracting others? Yeah, um, I think like the purpose helped align other people with me. Um, so it helped them like figure out where I was going a and what I wanted to do so like did I want this to be like a lifestyle business that was just paying me and like a couple other people and like having fun or did I see this being like a global um initiative that I was trying to like really scale um and bring to life and so I I think that's what the the vision really did for everyone and then also help those like around me like I think like even just posting on LinkedIn it helped everyone be like hey I can help here or I can help there and um just connecting the dots for everyone well if you know me even a little bit connecting the dots is what it's all about I and know so, I was like I just podcast. realized that <laughs> <laughs> that's always yeah that's a special moment for me when someone actually says it it happens more often than not um so you you've been you know scaling this and, and it's been taking off and really hitting uh, can you think of a place that's kind of uh, that you're really surprised you ended up in? And it can be a, a geographical place or engaging with a person that you're like, you know, five years ago, you were, I can't believe I'm talking to or I can't believe I'm here. Is there any place like that you can mm -hmm. think of? Um, hmm. I would say like it, it, there's a couple of things. There's like our co-packer. Um, mm -hmm you know, being in a co-manufacturing facility. Um, I think for me, like working in smaller kitchens and like doing production ourselves and thinking like, okay, how are we gonna find someone to produce for us? Um, sometimes like when I'm in the facility, I'm like, okay, this is so surreal. Um, <laughs> just to see like the, like the big mixing of like our cookie dough. And like, I think the first time they produce, like we used to take like a block of butter of like 30, pounds and like have to cut it into like smaller pieces to put into our mixer and then seeing them put in like five of those into one I was like oh my goodness like that's insane um and then I think another one has been like our, our partnership with Walmart has been like for me really magical um and just like the people there who believe in us and like mentor me as well um on like systems and how to grow there and, and what to do um and just like like to collaborate with us a little bit deeper than just putting us on shelf and then being like okay well you're performing at this and you know hope hope you're doing well um they really truly care so I think think those are the two so far that come to mind uh for me and then I think like the traveling I get to do obviously I think that's a third one um like sometimes I'm like wow this is so cool I think one of them was like getting to go to Expo West last year um I didn't have our company there but um I I was just like walking the show with a couple of my other food friends from Canada and I thought I thought for myself like that was so cool like I've always wanted to go to California so going now is like so surreal and uh I have like moments like that where I'm like this is such a cool place to be have you ever experienced um, being young and people looking at you and like, who do you think you are? You know, kind of judging you based on your age as opposed to your talents and skills and, and ideas. Yeah, um, I think people often don't know my age. So I think they like often like when I have a conversation with them, um, it's not until they maybe ask me my age that they're like really wow that's that's incredible or and then they're like kind of like 
taken aback and like super helpful as well like just wanting to like jump in and help me so I haven't I haven't gotten that from like anyone I'm working with per se um at all actually which I'm really grateful for because I think that it could be like I'm not gonna take you seriously because you're so young and um yeah no I haven't I haven't gotten that well I think you know again it from from my perspective even just talking to you it's clear the intention you have about how you approach things is I think helps bridge that gap sometimes it's like you're really clear about it and you're very articulate about it and, and, and I'm sure that that's a, a lot of the reason why people you know age is just a number um it you know again entrepreneurship is something that's become really popular and and people are like oh you know everyone can start a business it's really and I think the barriers to entry you know and, and again you know you YouTube and LinkedIn and Google, or, you know, we're all you yeah. need. Um, do you have any advice for those who might be younger or even or not about starting a business? Like how important is it to love it? You know, to have, is it about the passion? Is it about the plan? You know, is it about starting with so much money? Like what, what, what do you think is the most important thing about wanting to be an entrepreneur? Yeah. Um, I would say so there's a couple of things. There's like really be intentional before you go and do it and know what you're getting yourself into. Um, and then the last thing would be like, if you're going to play a game, like I think of like life and just everything in general, like monopoly almost. Um, and so if you're going to play the game a certain way, you cannot choose halfway through the game that you're going to switch and not buy all the houses that you land on. Um, and so if you're going to, like, I like to say, if you're going to play the game, then make sure you're playing it to win um, and that you have a, a great strategy behind you for how you're going to do that. Um, yeah. And then I, I think like most people get stuck in like the thought process and like not even executing. So it's, I, I think it's like, once you have a one pager of like what you think your idea is, just get started on executing it. Um, I'd say give it a month or so, like I'd say maybe like even 90 days, see how it's going and then kind of like step back and be like, okay, is this sustainable? Is this something I can actually grow and scale? And then also just know like you, not everyone wants to have a company that they build to sell. Um, you know, they could have it as a lifestyle business and or a side um, gig. So it's just thinking about the game that you want to play and then playing it well. I love that. I'm a big fan of games. So any any analogy, I think, yeah, game is a big life. And, and if you approach things with that mentality, again, and having fun. Uh, but I think what, you know, you're also saying, like, don't put all your eggs in one basket and just keep going when it's not working. So it's about awareness as well and making sure you have that kind of, you know, minimum viable product before you start to, you know, like, oh, it didn't work, but it'll work the next time after I do this or that. Um, yeah. <laughs> now you are a law clerk. Now, if you had started Foods and it had become the success that it has. Uh, would you, do you think you would have gone back to law or do you think you would have tried another business? Like what, where, what would you have pursued otherwise if you weren't in this, you know, the food game as we like it? Yeah, I think I would have gone down the, the law field and I think I still will eventually. I think I'll go back to it. Um, and like maybe it's something I do on, on the side or, you know, just, I think we'll I do enjoy hustle. it. Yeah, it'll probably be my side hustle or something that I like at least go in and finish off. But um uh yeah, I think I would do law. I think that's really 
Like I'm not interested anymore in like criminal law like I used to be when I was younger um, or family law. I think I've realized like those two things are like family law is super sad. Criminal law is just, I don't think I'm into it. Um, but I think like corporate law um, would be, it's bland, but it's definitely a safe uh, haven where you're not dealing with like crazy ups and downs or uh, crazy cases. So I think um, that's probably where I'd would, I would land eventually. Well, my, my joke with my dad, who's, you know, as a judge for 36 odd years, um, is I'd be a lawyer in the next life. So I'm not planning to go back <laughs> to law. So the next life, maybe I'll be a lawyer. Um, Nice. You know, Forbes 30 into 30 and, and, you know, Walmart, you know, collaborations and other things by most uh, traditional measures, people would say you're, you're successful. Um, but, but how does Brittany define success? Yeah, I, I think I define success as um, like, am I happy? Am I truly like happy and living my life? Um, and do I know who I am? And do I like who I am? I think those are like the things that I think about when I think about success. Um, and so far, I feel great. So um, I think as long as I feel great about those things, um, I feel successful. I don't think, like I don't get tied. I don't put my identity or tie up my, like who I am and you know, what I do. Um, I think O oh, is great. Um, but I think if it all fell down tomorrow, I could do it again. Um, and a lot faster with everything I know now. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not really tied to, like, I love it, but I'm not tied to it. Like, it's not who I am um, and like what success means to me either. And it's really uh, important people, you know, not to let, your career necessarily define you or definitely not a specific job or a company um, mm -hmm. or more than that. Uh, is, what would you say inspires you to pursue something? Where do you get your inspiration for, whether it's a product idea or a business idea? Mm -hmm. um, so other than market trends and just looking at things that make sense, um, I think it definitely comes from um, my dreams like I'll go to bed and I'll just think of something and I'm like this is what I need to go execute um I think I get my craziest like ideas and dreams and everything on like a plane or like just moving in motion so if I'm driving down the street sometimes I get some great uh inspo as well um so anything anytime I'm in motion I find I'm like like I can, I think I did like my whole marketing plan on the plane back uh, from Mexico earlier this year. So that was like, and like, whereas I'll sit here for days just being like, okay, where do I start? And on a plane, I can like download just everything possible onto the sheet. So it's part, yeah. yeah, it may be partly like they're not the distractions when you're on a plane because, you know, yeah. If you don't get on Wi-Fi, but it's not the same environment, and you kind of have that calm. So if you're ever stuck, all you need is I need to fly somewhere. You know, I'm just gonna get on a plane, yeah. and, and you're and you're good to go. Um, what the one thing I need too is like when I'm driving, I need like a scribe because I come up with like great ideas, but I can never write them down. So that would be voice memos, voice memos. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, that's <laughs> how, you know it's funny because people talk about you know, oh I have great ideas in the shower. 
And it's like, yeah, but mm. <laughs> if you don't remember them when you get out of the shower, which I've had happen, you know, both uh, you get ideas when you're waking up and you're like, oh my God, if you don't have that pen and paper next to your bed, you may lose it, which is so sad when that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah so I think having not just, you need to plan ahead to know like, oh, okay, I know this is when I get good ideas. I need to have a way to capture them, um, whatever that mm -hmm. may be. Uh, so you're talking about market trends. So what do you think is kind of the next trend in, in kind of snack foods? Uh, is it going to continue to be lots of other oh. options for specific niches as opposed to, you know, what, what do you think is coming? Yeah, good question. Um, hmm. Snack foods, I really don't know. I think everyone, like everyone loves a good chip um, or popcorn, at least if I do. Um, but I don't really know about like snack food trends. I think I've been looking at the market for like uh, drink trends at the moment. Not that we're going to launch any drinks, but um, like I've been kind of tapping into that and seeing what's happening um, with that. Um, like, you know, with alcohol versus non-alcohol and how our generation really appreciates like non-alcoholic beverages that taste like alcohol. I think that's like interesting um, thing to tap into. Um, yeah, no, for, for us right now, like snacking, I really don't know. I'm still trying to, to figure out what, what that looks like. I know people want like simple ingredients and things that they can read, um, sort of snacking bites. And even our edible cookie dough uh, do that. Um, I've made that like something that's very clear for us from the beginning is like you can literally go to a Whole Foods or really anywhere, pick up the raw ingredients and make it yourself at home if you really wanted to. Um, and it's like super simple ingredients and it's nothing that's gonna hurt your stomach or make you feel unwell. So, um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I'll keep digging into that one. Uh, and then what about, is there, um, what's that, a new product that you're working on now that's gonna come out soon that's kind of, you know, uh, you're excited about? Yeah, I think so this year is the year of line extensions for us. So we're literally just taking the current lines that we have and extending them in flavors. So um, like our snacking bites, we plan to have like two new flavors and then which are still being, you know, debated about, but um, two new flavors there and then our edible cookie dough, one new flavor there. Um, and then just expanding the line, um, like we're really focused in on Walmart. So in the next few weeks, we'll be launching our mini doughs there and that's exciting as well. Um, so now you'll be able to get like edible mini dough cookie doughs there. I love, as a fan of cookie, I do like to bake and, and my children all like to eat the cookie dough. And when we found out there was edible, you know, safe cookie dough, we we're like, oh, this is a game changer. Um, I'm curious, yeah. just maybe, uh, how do you come about deciding, you said you're debating flavors. Do you do research? Do you, is it a team in, in house that does it? Do you finally say, no, we're going with this one? Like, what's the creative process for deciding on the next flavor? Yeah, so uh, that would be a little bit of market trends, a little bit of connecting with the community, and a little bit of whatever my brain thinks of. So um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little like I go, we go to our community, we kind of like, put out like feelers of like, hey, what flavors would you like to see? Like, what would you like to try? Um, what's exciting for you? Like, and really look at like ice cream flavors too, cause they get funky. So um, how can we make that into like a snack, you know? Um, so yeah, that's that's really how it starts for us. Um, what's the craziest flavor idea that someone has suggested or that you've thought of? Mm -hmm. And you're like, what? 
think it was like a kitchen sink of just like random things. Like they wanted like M&Ms in there and then they wanted like a swirl of like <laughs> of uh, caramel and then some cinnamon in there. And I was like, that's so random, but we'll try it and see if it works. <laughs> um, but it's just like random things. Um, but other than that, it's been pretty normal. It's like, yeah, we want like s'mores or we want cinnamon buns or, you know, stuff like that. I'll have to send you, um, there's a company in Philadelphia, um, Little Babies, that does crazy ice cream flavors, like popcorn yes. flavored ice cream and tomato soup ice cream, like, like you know, sushi ice nice. cream, like what? Um, yeah, there's, I'll, there, and some of them are done just, you know, but it's, they really push the envelope with the, with a the flavor profile. Some of them I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Um, but it keeps things interesting. What about what's next for Brittany? So you beyond, you know, I like the, how you talked about you're not defined by oh and, and things like that. So what are you excited about in your life? Personally? Out, outside of business, yes. Yeah, I'm just excited about building routines for myself. So I go to the gym has been really important for me. Um, I get up and I go at 6 a.m. And um, I've been doing that consistently for a little bit now. So, and a little bit, I mean, like four days. So I'm really excited about that. Um, <laughs> like Excellent. I was doing it before, but it would be inconsistent. It'd be like, I'm going to go like three days a week. And now it's like, I'm trying to go every day and then have like one rest day. So that's exciting. Um, and then, you know, it's pretty cold here in Canada. So really nothing else to do other than to stay indoors and stay warm um but when the summer hits i like to go uh horseback riding and that's uh nice. that's interesting all right we're now uh I, I haven't figured out what to recall this but i call it the rapid fire questions but they don't always go as fast as i may, may think they will all right. um and that's my fault not yours so this, uh but here we go mm -hmm. if they if a movie was made about your life who would you want to play you Ooh, I think Viola Davis. She was awesome. Um, no, she's amazing. What's that? I said she's I, amazing. I said I'm awesome. I said she's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> shoot. Sh sh <laughs> Let's argue. We're, we're in heated <laughs> agreement about how great she is. Um, should stories always have happy endings? No. Do you have a favorite emoji? Hmm. I think just smiley face, probably. Is there a cookie dough emoji? I don't know if that's true. That was that's off script, but uh, I'm always curious about one. No cookie out. dough emoji. Maybe I should create one though. There's a whole process for it. It's crazy. Um, can you name one of your favorite songs or favorite musical artist? You know what? I'll be honest. I don't listen to a lot of music, um, and I. Because I find I find that people remember a lot of music, but they can't remember like basic things in life. So mm -hmm. I try to very um be very intentional with what I like put into my brain and what I listen to. And so it's mostly just podcasts, to be honest with you. Love it. Um, <laughs> can you name a favorite social media platform? And social media, I try to stay off of. But if I have to use it for work, if it, right now it's Instagram. Can you name a book that left a lasting impression? Mm, yeah, 10X Rule. That one uh, changed, 
change a lot about my thinking. Love it. Um, what about movies? Can you name a favorite movie? I know you don't listen to music, but what about movies? Uh, I don't know about a movie. I think recently I just watched um, The First Lady and I thought that was uh, great, but it's not a movie, it's a, a show. We'll allow it. Um, <laughs> can you name one thing you can't live without? I don't think I can live without like a good notebook to like journal or write things in. And if you could be credited with inventing something, what would it be and why? If I could be credited with inventing something? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That either exists or does not exist. You know, so I would wish I was, you know, uh, credited with inventing fire. I just want to <laughs> be kind of cool. Nice. Um, huh. I think I... I want to say like, you know, you know, when you're like, you get receipts and uh, you get a, a receipt in your hand, I wish there was a way to like have it automatically connect to your bank account. So you just hover over it and you see, you know, so I, I wish, I hope someone creates that. I think they're working <laughs> on something like that. They're definitely tools to see all that. Um, Brittany, this has been awesome. I want to give you an opportunity. You've been really generous. Is there anything you want to promote at the moment? Um, about our foods or yourself or, you know, you want to direct people to? Yeah, um, check out our website, um, ofoods.com. Um, and, you know, try our snacks. We'd love to hear what you think about them. Um, and then if you're in Canada, you can find our snacks at Walmart, um, Goodness Me, Whole Foods, Healthy Planet, and many other locations. Just check out our website. Uh, I have to ask about America and Oh, foods being here. Are they here? Are they coming? What's yeah. the latest there? Yeah. So next week I'll actually be going to Tennessee, um, and I'll be um, doing a trade show there with our distributor in the USA. And uh, hopefully that reigns in some great retailers. Very exciting. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, what you've been doing and and your story and sharing it with us and your insights. Uh, on entrepreneurship. But, and most of all, I want to thank you for helping us connect the dots. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking your time to listen to this podcast. Please subscribe on your preferred podcast platform so you don't miss any future episodes. If you could also do me a favor and please leave a review on iTunes, I would really appreciate that. Remember, story matters and is the best way to connect the dots.